give me a job, give me a job, I promise that I'm qualified, so please don't be a snob, give me a job, give me a job, if you don't give me a job, I'm going to scream. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Give Me a Job, the podcast where we talk about design, tech, diversity, and the entry-level experience. I'm Harper Atlas. And I'm Judy Gasham. We're here to create judgment-free space where we can talk about our experience, struggles, and frustrations. We have a lot of frustrations. And celebrate our accomplishments and wins, big and small have fun and ultimately our goal is to build community so today we are joined by the one and only kyla oyamat tattoo artist pet whisperer ux engineer extraordinaire superhero amazing lady letter writer everything uh we're really excited to have her so she will be here any minute Kyla, hi. Hey, Kyla, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to give me a job. You're muted. You can unmute yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for having me. Sorry about that. Well, we appreciate that you are here and your support. Yes, thanks for being here. We're really excited to have you. Uh, You're our tattoo artist friend. UX engineer, pet whisperer, all around general superhero. So welcome. Yeah. yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Um, so you're here. Welcome to episode two of Give Me a Job, um, where we talk about all the things. Uh, so yeah. let's just hop right in. Uh, tell us about yourself. Who is Kyla Oyamat? Can I? I'm sorry. I know. Okay, so I'm having like technical difficulties right now. I want to sign on to my computer and I'm on my phone right now. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I was trying to do it before we uh we got logged in. Give me one second. Sure. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of, of Zoom. Everyone everyone has these issues. That's we all know true. it. Yeah. Um how are you feeling today, Harbor? pretty good today yeah yeah, just hanging out it's a beautiful sunny day here and it's Thursday I think uh it is I I can't confirm that (laughs) okay good yeah how are you doing Judy I'm good today it was like a bit cold in London Mm. uh yeah and I decided to work from home we are having our second lockdown Mm, yeah yeah so it's, uh, I, I don't know what should I expect because it's my first lockdown here in UK. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we can deal with it, you know? Yeah, it's, we, uh, we didn't really do a super strict lockdown in the US, which I'm of the opinion that we probably should have, but yeah. Uh, yeah. we just, here we are. Well. Uh, the most How you doing, Kyla? You be safe. Yeah, I'm good. I'm almost there. Okay. okay. Don't worry. <laughs> we are talking, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lockdown's insane. Um, 
we're still in phase two. We're, we're one of the few states that haven't um, ever progressed forward. Hmm. Um, so Washington anyways. But very cool. Yeah. I never wanted to end really. <laughs> What's the lockdown? Yeah. Why is that? Um, because I really appreciate social distancing. I think that I'm, I'm, so I need the password for the Zoom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But I am definitely for social distancing. I think it causes people to be more courteous um, and patient and aware. I think awareness is huge. And um, of course, there are people that are like super against it and can't stand it and all that. But like, yeah, I don't. I, I, I um, do. <laughs> um, I, I think, like I like social distancing a lot. I think you mentioned something very important that uh, awareness, like people need to be more aware of that is serious. I think this is not about like freedom, in my opinion, of course. Uh, I think like it's above that. People are getting sick. People are like, unfortunately, like. Die because of that, and yeah, um, it's it's important. Like it's dangerous. Like it's it's not a joke. It's not like it's cold. I will get it, and then it's over. No, it's actually it's very dangerous. Definitely, yeah. It's it's particularly scary. Uh, there's it's one of the things that's on my mind every day. So we're. I'm looking forward to the day when I can see my family again yeah. and hug my friends. And although I, I think about it now and, and like the idea of not wearing a mask in public is I, I think about it. I'm so grossed out by it. Like, mm. ew, I used to just let people breathe on me. Yeah. Like, gross. Hey, Kyla, welcome, welcome. back. <laughs> Computer. You're here. Uh, Hooray. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Thank you for this Zoom technical difficulties, right? I mean, we all have it. Everyone experiences it. We're all here. So. It's that new, new password, you know, you have to include in um, the Zoom links. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't just type in the user ID anymore. I have to type in the whole password. So I had to email. Oh, man. Talk about <laughs> UX. Talk about UX, right? Right. Well, I think this is a great segue into... <laughs> Uh, like, tell us about yourself. What made you get into UX? Why UX? Okay, so um, yeah, I uh, I know I've known pretty much since birth that I've wanted to be an artist of some sort. Um, but I've also loved technology. Like, love I love technology. And um, I really thought I went to school for um, computer animation and game. I focused on game design, illustration, um, background design, all that stuff. And it was technology. It was 3D animation. It was awesome. Um, I kind of fell off of that after I graduated. I am originally from Hawaii. Um, I ended up moving back there and kind of lost my connections to the gaming world. Um, but fortunately, after I moved to Hawaii, I went to California and was offered a tattoo apprenticeship. And I've been tattooing for 10 years, so I definitely longed for that technological, like, um, 
I don't know, aspect. I needed that part of me to come out. And I did that in video. I played video games. I played video games so much. And so tattooing, video games. And um, so like my art and my technology, I know gaming is technology. So um, I needed a, I need a way to combine that passion. And, and uh, so like my hands were starting to hurt and I realized that there's no certainty in tattooing, especially with COVID England. Now, now the UK is going back in and all my, my friends from, from UK are having to go back into quarantine and how are they going to survive? And I did not want that uncertainty anymore. Um, so I, so I found Lambda and I was looking at real hard at the, at the curriculum and in the programs. And I saw UX, I researched, I researched UX so hard. And I was like, I think this is who I am. I think user experience, um, I saw the word empathy a lot. You'll probably hear me say it a lot throughout the podcast today, but um, yeah, it really, really spoke to me. And so I signed up and um, yep, that's how I, I, I thought, yeah, this is it. I get to do UX. I get to do, I get to learn a little bit of HTML, CSS. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I ended up in Lambda. And now I'm in the web development program. So I'm going through two courses uh, for the price of one. So get a little discount there, bargain. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, the circumstances that we, that, that had to come, that, that happened in order for me to be able to get into web development um, were unfortunate because I know that impacted you guys greatly. So, yes. yeah. So you mentioned that you're going through the, the web course with Lambda School now as well. Uh, what made you decide to study web on top of UX? Besides the like two for one discount. Yeah, I um so I have taken this turn in my life where, especially during Lambda, I think I think really learning about empathy and um like people and um I felt like I needed more. I feel like there was more to me than um UX just not you know, like it is, it is fun to interview people and communicate with them. But also I felt that I want to know how to build all the stuff that I was designing and creating. I wanted, I want a full circle. And, um, I liked the little bit that we got to see, uh, when we were in the course. And so I was like, I'm going to take literally every opportunity to make myself more desirable to employers. Um, so, you know, I, I, I love it. I love it so much. Well, I, yeah. web development is awesome, especially when you think of it from a UX perspective. I think it gives you a whole um, different way of thinking. Well, actually, just like uh, point out like our following question. Now, like you are a web developer uh, going through the computer science and also you finished UX and you're amazing artist um how's the process changed now you are familiar with everything almost um so i understand i think learning a little bit of web even just a little bit right it opens your mind to what 
developers are actually capable of. So now that I've gone through the program, I'm, I've not yet gone through CS, that's next. I'm doing backend, which is Node, JS, Express. Um, but um, I think that I understand the capabilities now. Uh, when we first started Lambda, they said, design your little hearts out, go do some research and whatever you create, that's what the web developers are gonna do, right? That was our, like they could do anything. So I, I had these crazy designs and wanted to try new things. And I didn't realize that they were literally at the same level as we were. And so that the capabilities were not there yet. So then we had to go back and redo everything real quick so that we can simple, simplify it and I don't like that. So when I create designs, I want to create designs that I know web developers can do. Um, even if it pushes them just a little bit, I, I, yeah, I want to do some cool stuff. So yeah, it's it's definitely um, caused me to think a little bit differently about my UX perspective because now I'm also thinking about the web developers and the data scientists. Mm -hmm. We never thought about before. We thought about users only. There's a whole plethora of, of people we have to think about because who's going to build the designs? They're really wild out their designs. So I know you, uh, even you on your portfolio, Harper, you had that little ding that you wanted on there. Right? Yes. And, yeah. And it was in the only reason he knew, your, uh, Trevor knew how to do that is because he'd been in the field for a little while. So, Definitely. Yeah, yeah. The, the constraints of designing when you don't have the perspective of can it be built or I mean, essentially like everything can be built, maybe if you yeah. work really hard, but mm -hmm. it's it doesn't necessarily make it easy or worth it. And, and so that uh, I know from my perspective, just building my own portfolio and designing my own portfolio was a huge eye opener. And so I can only imagine uh, from your perspective, Kyla, of doing all the things and then Judy, your perspective of Webflow and, and building, building all the things and all the stuff. Um, <laughs> but Kyla, I'm really curious. So you have worked a lot with both devs as a UX designer um, and then also with data scientists. Uh, mm -hmm. And I would love to hear about your time as a team lead with Lambda School and uh, Many of us, junior designers at least, um, have experienced a, a gap in communication across teams. Um, you could call it a language barrier. Yeah. Um, and I would love to hear how you've navigated that because you've done it remarkably well. And I think that we could all learn from you. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I was uh, fortunate. So being a TL, I really, I was past the deadline. Um, I believe in creating great relationships, um, even with people you may not necessarily have gotten along with, right? Because you, you might work with them later, and I'll tell you a story about that, but you might work with them later and find out that they're actually really cool. That's just how they are. And so it may not, personalities may clash, but like they're willing to help and, and all that. So um, being a TL, I, I maintained my good relationships with uh, Alex Parker, uh, the program manager for labs, Lambda Labs, uh, which I was a TL for. And he, uh, I, I, I messaged everybody I knew, I'm like, I need a job. I want to, I don't want to drive Uber, you know, the whole time I'm trying to go to school. Um, but I 
kept those positive relationships and was given um, the job, given the lead position for, uh, which is now Team Reels. It used to, I don't, what, is, what was it before? I don't remember. Team, Team Alpaca Vids. Yeah, Alpaca Vids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's it's a cool, cool project that you can learn, you can gain interviewing skills. So it was very rudimentary before I created the, the um, UI for it, did a lot of research. Um, and they liked my passion for the project. And I, I think even if you, you hate the project you work on, be passionate about it. So yeah, so then, you know, I only had web developers and that was easy because I'm like, do this, do that. And they're like, yeah, okay. And it was nice. It was three people on my team. And then the next one, I got 13 people. The, the next round, I was for two units of labs. I was the team lead for the team same project. The same project. Yeah, they, they thought I did a great job. And so I was able to work on it twice. And I feel very fortunate for that. Okay, so yeah, the second time around, I worked, I got data science students. And they speak a whole different language than web developers do. At least with web developers, you can kind of like, what do you need? And what can I give you? And what page do you want? Like, it could be very simple with them. Um, data science, you, there's no, okay, so I think this is, there's no, there was no training for us as UX to talk to people who think about probabilities and uh, algorithms and uh, we don't know what they want. We just know they need a graph, right? Well, what, mm -hmm. um, I took the time to get to know them and I looked up data science. I read all about it. I learned like they need to train models and they need to uh, have data, data. That's all they are, data scientists, literally. And um, I do think that's where Lambda fell, fell a little short was um, teaching us to communicate as designers, uh, to communicate, even as web developers, we don't know how to communicate with data scientists and web developers don't know how to communicate with UX, right? So I really, I think just taking the time and empathy is what it is. Like, please tell me about yourself. What's your passion? Oh, you're a math teacher, cool. What are you gonna build for this project? What do you need? What data, what information? What, what can I give you to help you, right? I think, um, I think just taking the time to slow down and learn how to communicate with people differently. And it is a language barrier because we speak in colors and in theory, color theories, and they speak in code and, and math and data. So um, yeah, I just think sitting down and taking the time to get to know your teammates, regardless if it's a, a work language barrier or an actual language barrier because they're from a different place. Just, it's not, it's not their job to get us to understand them. It's our job to understand them, right? And make ourselves more understandable. So I think, um, yeah, I think that would be my, my biggest thing I did was just research and understanding. Awesome. Um, Kyla, I want to mention something we talked about a few days ago. So first of all, like you are an amazing friend. I, uh, I can't like uh, 
forget the time where I was struggling in UX and like you stand up like you know like we need to do this because like I was shy at the time like and I didn't know anyone but like you stand up for me and um, you make everything happen and not only me honestly like you stand up for all of us like you are amazing friend I'm so glad to have you as friend but a few days ago uh, mm -hmm. we talked about like why you decide like to study web and you said something it was very interesting for me you said why not i never say no right yeah so so i was thinking about that and, and um my my girlfriend also said that she really likes my attitude on this after you know listening but um so i do i think i think um you need to take every opportunity that's presented to you even if if it, even if it's a tiny little website that's going to pay you $4, say yes to that. Do, did you have that $4 before you, you know, like it's a learning experience. You're going to, you're going to gain skills. And so I think I am an endless, uh, like I, I want to consume all the knowledge because I want to know how to talk to everybody about everything. I want to be personable. Um, I was really shy growing up, and so I really, like, didn't really take a lot of opportunities to do new things because I didn't want to talk to anybody. And so there was this turning point in my life where I'm like, why not? Why am I saying no? Like, what is that doing for me, saying, saying no to opportunities? Of course, you can say no. You should say no. But I'm talking about to make myself grow as a human, right? So, um I was saying that I think people stop wanting to learn like mm -hmm. not to say UX right so the situation that we were in with Lambda where they dissolved the UX program um I it it was so disappointing it was so disappointing right but then they said hey but look you're gonna have to pay anyway so might as well get another little notch on your belt or whatever you want to call it like learn something new so I'm like I, I'm like, yeah, that, that's what I want to do. Yeah, okay. It, it means being in school a little bit longer and that, you know, that sucks. It does. I'm done. I'm done with school. I'm ready to work. But um, I'm still learning. And I, I think that's what it is. I think people stop wanting to learn. So if you open your mind up even to things that you may not be interested in, I think who cares if you never apply it or never use it, but you might meet someone out in the field that has they're, that's their passion, right? And so you just happen to be able to relate to them because you know a little bit about something you may not even care about. And so now you have that relationship and you can build um, build it even even further. And I think that's you know what I did with with Lambda. Definitely. Keep learning. Uh, like that's my biggest advice is stop. Don't stop. You're not stuck where you are. I felt stuck for a long time and now I realize I'm not, I can do whatever I want. So that's awesome. Uh, so <laughs> in that vein, yeah. what are you working on now? Yeah. So I was kind of feeling down. Um, I, I don't currently have a job. Um, I, I'm being supported and, and, and that's awesome. And, and I, and I can't wait to repay back the people that have been supporting me, like most specifically Megan. Right. Um, I was feeling really like worthless or not useful, but, but purposeless, right? I know I'm learning this and I'm ready to get the job, 
But like, I feel because I have said yes to so many things, avenues have opened up, right? So um, mm -hmm. my relationship with my um, SL, that with, with Team Real, whose name is, his name is Marcus, and he has projects he's working on. And because I maintain those relationships and I'm like, he posts, hey, I need people. And I'm like, hey, what do you need me for? I don't, I'm not like, I can't go backwards right now. I can only go forward. So any any kind of experience I have is gonna propel me into where where I wanna be eventually, you know? So I'm working on his projects, which is the basic website right now, and then it's gonna lead into other things. Um, and then I'm working on, which was a labs project originally, Story Squad. Cool, which is tell us about that. Really yeah, yeah, it's a really cool project. Um, it's to get kids. It's kind of it's kind of funny or ironic that we have to get kids on the internet to get off the internet, right? So the website is it creates prompts and you write a story, and um, then you submit it. And the data science created a model that um, looks for like beginning, middle, end quotations. He said, she said. And, and so they pick the top three, the highest, highest scores. And so from there, users can vote on the top three. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so the reason I was able to do that is because I said yes. Um, we had that one week of spring break, and I chose to do um, uh, work on this project called Catfish, which is based off of The Circle um, on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I little dinky UI, a little game of game um, uh, thing. And I stood out, I guess, because I love, I love making funky, bold, beautiful designs. And um, so I stood out to the developer. And because I said, yes, I was able to create that relationship um, and dialogue between us. But yeah, he recommended me to be on Story Scott. Ha I have not spoken to him since March. I don't think I've even had a private DM from him, but I'm, I stood out enough that he recommended me to be the UX designer for his project. Um, and that's very, very cool. It's so cool. That's, that's really, yes, really cool, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's a big thing. And, and the really cool thing is like, I always feel it's, it's imposter syndrome, but I don't like to call it that because I don't feel like an imposter, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if I had to describe my feeling of imposter syndrome, it's like, I, am I allowed to swear? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I feel like I bullshit a lot. Like, honestly, I feel like doing these designs and, and having people message me and want me, I feel like how, how do I bullshit them into thinking that them, into having them think that I am worth something, right? And mm -hmm. so, how my brain works, and so I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I, I, they 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 want me to do it, and, I, and now now they're relying on me. Okay, so I go into this thing, and I'm about to bullshit everybody. And today, I just had a meeting today, and my thoughts have value. I I I understand, and I realize that. But coming from someone that's not even graduated yet, I'm not endorsed. I just kind of dink around and do what I want to do. 
And, but today I was able to change the course of the, um, um, of the way that they do the stories, right? Of the way mm-hmm. that cre- create prompts. So originally it was seven days a week. And I'm like, that seems like a lot for kids to be like, I'm going to go on there seven days a week and write a story, right? So then I, I told them like, that's a lot. And I think it should, you should go to like one time a week or three times a week. And what I said held value to them. And so now they're changing the dynamic of the game that they've created because of my words and my thoughts and my opinion. And that's so validating. Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations. So now, yeah, so it's either now like my bullshit, like people believe it, or like I actually have opinions that matter and that can change things and make it more um like like I don't know applicable right mm-hmm. so yeah I'm working on story squad and what I say has value and I didn't I knew that before but now I really feel that because I changed their whole structure of what they're doing myself that's so, amazing Patrick, yeah. give yourself oh, a so pat cool. on the back. Like, oh, I'll give me two. Yeah, I'll all the pats. Self hug, little rocking here. <laughs> I think it's uh, cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so I, I know you have to go in a few minutes uh, because you are doing other cool things. Um, so I guess yeah, before I you go, go. Yeah, yeah, two more questions. Uh, okay. What does your dream job look like? And what have you been doing in your spare time? Um, my dream job, I was just talking about this. I would like to be a UX engineer or a web developer. I don't think I want to specifically be a UX designer. Um, I want to learn, I want to keep learning. And although I can keep learning in UX, I feel like web development is endless and ever moving forward and UX kind of just has to keep up with the technology to make it more user friendly. So I want to combine those. I definitely do. And um, labs really helped me to understand what direction I want to go. I'd like to do what Alex is doing. I'd like to be a, like a project manager, program manager. Um, I like, I would like to not necessarily be the visionary, but I'd like to ask the questions because now I have that knowledge. I have the UX knowledge and I have the web develop, web developers knowledge and I know how to communicate and um, guide people into communicating, right? So I'd like to be the boss of everybody if I'm being quite honest. So. <laughs> You'd be uh, great at it. <laughs> yeah, definitely want to be a project manager. Uh, I, I, like, I like being a visionary. I like uh, preventing feature creep. I love little iterations on things, one one feature at a time. Um, I think that's what I want to do, program or project manager. And I just love your positivity. Like, it's amazing. Like, it's I... Disgustingly optimistic. <laughs> I describe it. I'm disgustingly optimistic. I can silver line the crap out of anything. But, I mean, in 2020, like, that's that's a pretty solid skill to have, especially. Right, you year. don't hear anybody saying, I hope that social distancing lasts forever. I don't mind no. at all. I don't mind it. I, I think, yeah. I love wearing a mask because, and the, the other people wear a mask because I don't really want strangers to ever breathe on 
Yeah. Like, again, that's weird and gross. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so here's an, I, I'm always pausing. Let me give you a little story. I flew to Vegas. I have my headphones on. I'm stressed already because I'm going there to tattoo. Um, and uh, I'm at the airport waiting for my bags and they move us from one carousel to the other. So I'm already like frantic, right? Traveling's not easy. So I'm sitting here with my headphones on and I'm between like a stanchion. It's actually that wall when the bag falls down and like it stops it from falling over as it slides. So I'm standing right between that. There's, I'm telling you, this much space, two feet. And this guy squeezes himself between me, bumps me. I'm not paying attention. I, you know, I'm looking at my phone, have my headphones on. Between me to look for a bag that isn't even his. He did not once say, excuse me. He didn't, I don't want people touching me that I don't know. So that's like, okay, but you could have tapped me nicely. Dink, dink, excuse me, I need to get my bag. Or go around. Yeah. Go around me. Yeah. Sure. I've been yeah. here for 20 minutes. I've not moved. It's not my, I didn't just get there. So he, he, he nearly, you know, he bumps me and I move, I lose my balance. And then he touches me and he says, I'm sorry. And I said, this is why I love social distancing because it's okay to be like, you touched me in a pandemic while we're supposed to be in social distancing. Put that aside, you pushed yourself through me without saying excuse me, and then thinks that saying sorry to me after doing that is gonna be enough. Mm -hmm. I lost my mind. I lost my mind because it's not right. Like I, I really like, moral of the story, I really like social distancing. So um, <laughs> I think there are a few people that are unaware and think it's a joke. I don't care. Let's hope, I hope it lasts forever because I think courtesy doesn't exist in a world without social distancing. So. I, yeah, I could agree with that. There I, are the I love, few of us, but. I love the space. It's great. I do miss hugs. Those yeah. are, and like uh, Hugs friends. people that we know. And, yeah. yeah. Physical contact with people that we know and have consented to touch. That's yes. my jam. <laughs> I well, got my uh, beautiful polar bear to hug, so that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to chat with us, Kyla. It's been awesome. And despite technical difficulties, we made it. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> And go, you're, uh, you're running off to do Meals on Wheels. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm going to do Meals on Wheels. Yeah, you asked me what I do in my spare time. I think about social distancing and how, no. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I do Meals on Wheels with Megan. Um, I, I'm doing my projects. That's what I'm doing in my spare time is working on, on my jobs. And so I don't have any really. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, have fun, Meals on Wheels. Yeah. Uh, I miss you guys. We miss you. We miss you too. Someday. Maybe I'll, have, maybe I'll create a podcast just to have you uh, you, you both as a guest, just because you, you have, us. have one episode. Deal. <laughs> We're in. <laughs> Count us in. Let us know. Yeah. All right, Thank you, Kyla, for being guys. here. Thank Thanks, you. Kyla. Bye. Bye. And we did it. That's episode two, guys. We did it. Yeah. Uh, special thanks to Kyla for taking the time out of her day to chat with us. Thanks to uh, her girlfriend, Megan, who has just been amazing in supporting her and like suggests things just out of view of the camera. Um, 
maybe someday we'll interview you, Megan, because you're cool too. Uh, and a very massive, giant, special thanks to McKinley and Asher of yes. Malemon uh, yes. for writing and recording the amazing theme song. Uh, you can find them on Spotify, on Bandcamp, on Instagram at Malemon Forever. Um, that's Malemon, like Milady, but Malemon Forever. Uh, on Instagram. Uh, they also could use jobs um, and you can have their music for free on Bandcamp or you can pay them because then they too can pay their rent and heat their houses and uh, like do things and not be homeless. And they are really um, good. They are really, really, really good. good. Yeah, go, they're go really listen good to them. Guys. <laughs> they're, they're so much fun. Uh, and that's it. Thanks to you guys for hanging out with us for a little while and sitting with our technical difficulties and yeah. giving us a chance. Uh, so we'll, we'll see you next time. We'll see you guys. And if you have any feedback, let us know. You guys can find us on Instagram, Twitter. You can watch us on YouTube and listen to us on podcast. See you guys next time. Peace. See you later. <laughs>